0: Welcome back guys, let's dive right back in, continue with our true devotion to Mary by St. Louis de Montfort, which is really cool because I used to live in St. Louis, (laughs) starting with Roman Numbers Run, line 32, this man and that man is born in her, unquote says the Holy Ghost, Psalms 86, 5. According to the explanation of some of the fathers, the first man that is born in Mary is man-god, man-god, a.k.a. Jesus Christ. The second is a mere man, a.k.a. the child of God, and Mary By adoption, a mere man, a child of God and Mary by adoption. So if Jesus Christ, the head of men, is born in her, the quote unquote predestinate, who are the members of that head, members versus the head, right, ought also to be born in her by a necessary consequence, right? One and the same mother does not bring forth into the world a head without the members, right? The first thing you see is the head. If not, it's a breach. Nor the members without the head. That's a problem. <laughs> For this would be a monster of nature. So, in like manner, in the order of grace, the head and the members are born of one and the same mother. And if a member of the mystical body of Jesus Christ, that is to say, one of the quote-unquote predestinate, if one of these predestinate mystical parts of your body was born of any other mother than the Mary who is who has produced the head... <laughs> He would not be one of the predestinate, nor a member of Jesus Christ, but simply a monster in the order of grace. Yeah, that's kind of weird. 33. Besides this, Jesus being at present as much as ever the fruit of Mary, Jesus being the fruit of Mary, Such okay, it means... As Heaven and Earth repeats thousands and thousands of times a day, like like your beat of your heart, and blessed be the they, they keep saying they keep repeating quote the blessed and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, right, Holy Mary, Mother of God, right, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, a thousand thousand times a day, and heaven and earth is being repeated. it is certain that Jesus Christ is. For each man in particular who possesses him as truly. So, any man who truly possesses him is truly the fruit of the work of Mary, as he is for the whole world in general. So that if any one of the fruitful has Jesus Christ formed in his heart, he can boldly say, All thanks be to Mary. What I possess is her effect and her fruit, and without her, I should never have had it. We can apply to her more truly than even St. Paul when he said, I am in labor again with all the children of God until Jesus Christ, my son, be formed in them in the fullness of his age. His with a capital H, meaning Jesus' age, in the fullness of Jesus' age, St. Augustine, surpassing himself and going beyond all I have yet said, affirms that all the quote-unquote predestinate in order to be formed to the image of the Son of God are in this world, hidden in the womb of the Most Holy Virgin, where they are guarded, nourished, brought up, and made to grow by that good mother until she has brought them forth to glory after death, which is properly the day of their birth. Happy rebirthday! As the church calls the death of the just. Uh Oh, mystery of grace. You, mystery of grace, unknown to the reprobate and but little known even to the predestinate. hmm Let's get to know it better, people. Number 34. Elite predestinate yourself. God the Holy Ghost wishes, wishes... To form himself in her and to form elect for himself by her. And he said to her, Strike the roots, my well and beloved, my spouse, of all your virtues. Strike the the roots of those virtues in my elect in order that they may grow from virtue to virtue and from grace to grace. grown up, I took so much complacence in you when you lived on earth in the patience of the most sublime virtues that I desire still to find, in, to find you in earth without your ceasing to be in heaven, talking to Mary, God talking to Mary, for this end, reproduce yourself in my elect, that I may behold them, that God may behold them, the elect, you, with complacence, the roots of your Invincible faith. I want to find in them the roots of Mary's invincible faith. Of your profound humility. Of your universal mortification. How you just feel for everybody. Of your sublime prayer. Of your ardent charity. Of your firm hope. Of All your virtues. You are always my spouse. My faithful. As pure. And as fruitful as ever. Let your faith. Let your faith give me. My faithful. Your purity. My virgin's. And your fertility, my temples, and my elect. The elect, I think of Esther when she went inside and finally got her one night with the king, right? Everybody gets one night. And if you like sure, you get another. Right? That's the elect, the holy of holies. You're allowed to go in. Won't? don't you want to go in? Let's go in thirty five number thirty five when Mary has struck her roots in a soul, she produces these marvels of da da da, da quote unquote grace. I always wonder what that means, right When Mary has struck her roots in a soul, she produces the marvels of grace Grace is marvelous, what does that mean, which she alone can produce, if you have no idea what that means, she has not come to you, because she alone is the fruitful virgin who never has had and never will have her equal in purity and in fruitfulness. Because she is the most pure. That's why she is the most fruitful. Wow. Mary has produced. Together with the Holy Ghost. To get her. Right? Together with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost got her. So they're to get her. <laughs> together. The greatest thing which has been. Or ever will be, which is a family food, Godman. Mary has produced the God man, so nobody can be equal to her ever, has ever. And she will consequently produce the greatest thing that will that there will be in the latter times. What did Jesus say? Greater things than these you will do. The formation and education of the great saints. Oh, that's the whole point, right? A lot of saints, and we got to form them and educate them. Who shall come at the end of the world? They are reserved for her. Wow. Saints are being made for her. For it is only that singular and miraculous virgin who can produce in union with the Holy Ghost. Singular and extraordinary things. See, it's all in all. Come on, people, it's a mystery. Stick with me. Let's go. Number 36. When the Holy Ghost, her spouse, has found Mary... In a soul. It's like, you resemble somebody I know. Hmm. What is that spark? He flies there. He enters there. In his fullness. He communicates himself to that soul abundantly and to the full extent to which she makes room for her spouse. Come here, honey. Sit here. Nay, Nay, one of the great reasons why the Holy Ghost does not now do startling wonders in souls is because he does not find there a sufficiently great union with his faithful and indissolvable spouse. I say indissolvable spouse because that Substantial love of the Father and the Son has espoused Mary. See, the Holy Ghost is the substantial love of the Father. And that love is what is married to Mary. Therefore, he's married and she married. Espoused. In order to produce, the whole purpose of that was to produce Jesus Christ, the head of the elect, the rest of us, the body. And Jesus Christ, in that elect, cause, effect, union. Yay! He has never repudiated her. Some people say, oh, on the cross, he called her woman. That means he disrespects her. No, it's actually the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Protesters. He has never repudiated her. Lost respect, put her away, what have you. Right? Just like Esther, when he went up to the king, what did he do? He caught that knife in his own hands. He has never repudiated her. In so much as she has always been fruitful and faithful. Like, why would he? <laughs> would you chop your art off? I didn't think so we may evidently conclude then from what I have said. So in summary, people, let's summarize number 37, that Mary has received from God a great domination over the souls of the elect, for she cannot Do all these things, i.e. make her residence in them as God the Father ordered her to do and form them in Jesus Christ or Jesus Christ in them and strike the roots of her virtues in their hearts and be the indissolvable companion of the Holy Ghost in all his works of grace. All this stuff. She cannot, I say, do all these things unless... She has a right and dominion over all their souls by a singular grace of the Most High. Singularity. Singular grace of the Most High who, having given her power over his only and natural son, right, he gave her power over him, has given it also to her over his adopted children, namely us, not only as to their bodies, which would be but little matter, like not our natural bodies, that's, that's going to be gone, right, like, done, anyways, but also to their souls, which is the most important, Wow, right? Got it? Shh. This is our true mother of our true nature, of our, of our soul, of the, the spirit. That she's the mother of that. So, wow, people, Behold Your Mother by Scott Hahn. Go read it if you want more. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, I'm going to break here for a bit. We'll pick back up at 38, coming up. 38. Mary is the queen of heaven and earth by grace, as Jesus is the king of them by nature and by conquest. So Mary is queen, heaven and earth, by grace. Jesus is the king of them by nature and by conquest. He did the do. Now as the kingdom of Jesus consists principally in the heart of the interior of the man, right? His kingdom is the invisible kingdom inside of us. He doesn't want this fleshy kingdom. According to that word that says, quote, "The kingdom of God is within you," unquote. In like manner, the kingdom of the blessed lady is principally in the interior of a man as well. That is to say his soul Yay, we finally got the definition of a soul. (laughs) And it is principally in souls that she is more glorified with her son than in all visible creatures. And that we can call her, as the saints do, the mother of hearts. Right? When we say, oh, I love you, you're my heart, we don't mean the physical... Pump-pump heart, we mean the, you know, invisibleness of it. Anyway, 39, we must conclude. Second conclusion, we must conclude that the most holy virgin being necessary to God by a necessity which we call hypothetical, the the hypothetical union, hypothetical In consequence of his will, she is far more necessary to men in order for them to arrive at their last end. So the hypothetical means that, no, God does not need her. Yes, we established it already. But he wants to need her. That's that beautifulness of it, see? We must conclude that the most holy virgin being necessary to God By a necessity, which we call hypothetical, in consequence of his will. His will is that she is to be included. Therefore, she's necessary. Why? Because she's far more necessary to men. You see what I'm saying? She's the bridge. Uh Uh-huh. See? The bridge is very important. Why? Because you want to get to the other side. Why the chicken crossed the road? How the chicken crossed the road. (laughs) Skybridge. in order for them to arrive at their last end. There you go. We must not confound devotions to our Blessed Lady with devotions to other saints, as if devotion to her is not far more necessary than devotion to saints. Okay? All right? So if you have time for saints, you should have time for Mary first. Or as if devotion to her were a matter of supererogation. Like, unnecessary, superfluous. Forty, the learned and pious Suarez of the Jesuit, the erudite and devout Justice Lipschitz, doctor of Louvain and many others have provided invincibly and consequence of the sentiments of the fathers, and among others, St. Augustine, St. Ephraim, Deacon of St. Es- Bernadette, a lot of people, okay? Massine, Bonaventure, Thomas, Constantinople, what? They all say that devotion to our Blessed Lady is necessary to salvation. Everybody says this. It's necessary to salvation. You'll be saved, you need your mama. And that even in the opinion of Oh, please don't tell me to say this. Secolampadius. Some Greek, Roman thing. And some other heretics. Oh, it's a heretic. Don't worry about it. It is an infallible mark of a reprobation to have no esteem and, or love for the Holy Virgin. While well, on the other hand, it is an infallible mark, mark, mark my words, mark, you've heard, of predestination to be entirely and truly devoted to her. So yeah, maybe if, uh, maybe that's the mark of the cross on your sign head that's like supposed to glow. That mark. 41, the figures and words of the Old and New Testaments prove this. The sentiments and examples of the saints confirm it. Reason and experience teach and demonstrate it. Even the devil and his crew, constrained by the force of truth, have often been obliged to avow it in their own despise. They don't like it, but they still have to do it among all the passages of the Holy Fathers and Doctors, of which I have made an ample collection, in order to prove this truth, I shall, for brevity's sake, short story, quote but one, tivi devotum esse es adam quodam salutis qual deus stat, quos vul salvos friari." To be devoted to you, O Holy Virgin, is an arm of salvation which God gives to those whom he wishes to save. Unquote, says St. John de Massene. 42. I could bring forward here many histories which prove the same thing, and among others, one which is related in the Chronicles of St. Dominic. Big figure, St. Dominic, all right. There is an unhappy, there was an unhappy heretic near Carcassonne, city of Carcassonne, where St. Dominic was preaching the rosary, who was possessed, this unhappy heretic, was possessed by a legion of 15,000 demons. Seriously? These evil spirits were compelled to their confusion by the commandment of our Blessed Lady to avow many great and consoling truths. Touching devotion to the Holy Virgin. And they did this with so much force and so much clearness that it is not possible to read this authentic history and the panegyric that the devil made in spite of himself. Of devotion to the most holy Mary without shedding tears of joy, however lukewarm we may be in our devotion to her. Wow! 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 Even the devil will pour out his heart to make you cry. That's why he runs away from her. <laughs> it's like big mafia boys. <laughs> Made to cry by his mama. <laughs> Psh, why'd you smack me, Mama? <laughs> Forty-three. If devotion to the Most Holy. I don't understand what that. What it's saying. Oh, you don't. Okay, this. The part with the devil and her. What? I I don't I don't understand that. Okay, th- it was just telling you something that happened that actually happened to Saint Dominic. Saint. St. Dominic. St. Dominic's the one that got the rosary from Mary. Okay. Bye. The woof-woof? The, right? Yes. Okay. All right, let me read it again. I could bring forward many histories, but let me give you one prime example. There was, St. Dominic was preaching the rosary one day, right? And there happened to be, like in the scene Chosen, right? This guy comes out of nowhere, and he's possessed. He's very possessed with 15,000 League of 15,000 devils. This possessed guy who came near to St. Dominic while he was praying the rosary, right? Because he is praying the rosary, Mary is there, right? So the evil spirit, this guy is wandering close to him, and so in her presence, he can't help himself. It's like, Alright, you want me to give an example? I think you can think of an example like you, the girls in the room and all the guys light up. <laughs> they can't help themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to say it any more clear than that. I think you get the picture. <laughs> so in her presence, the devil, she has not one spot. He cannot find one fault in her. Even the devil, it, God's word says, love her. Behold your mother. So they are compelled to call her blessed. Even with bad will. When That's it, what St. Louis is saying. What bad will? The, the previous page, okay, when they was saying a predestined is somebody that Okay, okay, okay. Let's just take a break for a second if you want to discuss this because let's review what my current understanding is based on what I've read. Well, I understand the whole pre. Uh, what is it called? Pre, pre- one is predestined, and yeah. the other one is yeah. reprobate. I don't know what reprobate means, but I do know again, like like. Right. Well, like, they're currently dis- like they're, Not that I don't believe in predestination. Okay, it's just from what view. I know. Yeah. Okay. I know. This is my same question. I have the same question while I'm reading because we're still reading. We're not finished. He's not finished explaining. But if I had to guess so far, I don't think it's predestination the way everybody else describes. They don't really know what they're saying. But in reading this, I'm kind of, because it's a choice. So it's kind of like you predestine yourself, not in this life. You predestine yourself in the next life by choosing to be with Mary before you die. Kind of like you're choosing your seat on the plane before you get while you're getting your ticket, while you haven't, you know, taken off. You're like, I choose Mary. Because they said, a, 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 here's a definition of reprobate versus a predestined. This is how you can tell. One loves Mary, the other does not. Simple. So if you love Mary, and you want to be with her, and you pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, then you, she will be with you now and at the hour of your death. And that is the hardest part, and I did not realize that until I read the Joseph the Carpenter story where he moaned and groaned and even Joseph I mean I can't even compare myself to Joseph but even Joseph the hardest part was leaving the flesh that was the biggest thing I learned from that book and you can't you don't see it till the very end and that's why we have to pray that they will be there for us at our hour of death because that is the hardest you know you always tell me oh i meditate i feel myself floating i feel myself i floated to your house and my dreams are, what the people lose it dreaming when i try to do that I, I i don't like it it's very scary because i hear stories of people oh hovering over their body and they couldn't they couldn't get back in and they're in comas crap like that <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't imagine dying and leaving this world. And, I mean, simply imagining it, trying to imagine it now is already hard enough. But to, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I need all the help I can get at that moment to comfort me. Okay, I'll give you a Harry Potter reference. When he was fighting Voldemort, and their wands were like, you know, like, laser beam, star wars at each other, right? And he it was like his inner chi power against Voldemort's inner chi wand power. And, you know, they're trying to like... And then what happened? The what, the what the thing that saved him was his mother coming out of that wand light. And his father coming out. And it the wand started spitting out all the... Uh, vo, out of Voldemort's wand, all the people he killed in, in reverse order. Spitting their souls back out. And because it did that, and it was all, he, all the people that Voldemort killed was Harry Potter's own family, his mother, his father, his uncle, were all killed by Voldemort. and they all came out of that one power while they were struggling, and they strengthened Harry Potter, gave him they were like, "Just focus on us. We're surrounding you. We love you, we're here for you." And that's the only thing that got him through. That's kind of how I imagine it at death's door, like, you're leaving, like, I would be thinking about the people I'm leaving behind in this world, or are they going to be okay, how are they going to be okay, you know, and then you have the people already gone, you see your own mother, you also your own father, your family, and they're telling you, no worries, Jesus got their back, he loves them more than you, they know what, you You know what, besides that, if you come with us to heaven, we can help them a lot more from there, Versus you alone, you in the black hole, like a lot of these people's near-death experience come back and say, that's scary. Number of Adventures in Odyssey? And he built, you know, um, this one adventure where it kind of give you a preview of what happened to you if you die, but it was like the computer was smart, it could read your, you know, who you are and it would show you what it was and Wit wasn't ready to show it to the kids, it was a bit traumatic, but Eugene, being the curious cat that he is, jumped in there, and he just, every, he went nuts. <laughs> People didn't see him for a whole week, locked himself in a dark room, finally Wit convinced him to talk to him, and he said, I think I saw hell. <laughs> Scared them out of the man to death, and that was the beginning of his willingness to listen about Christ. <laughs> It was so, I don't remember what he said, but he was like, It's dark, it was lonely, it was horrible. (laughs) Anyways, anything else? Can I go back? We continue with true devotion to Mary, section one, paragraph 38. Mary is the queen of heaven and earth by grace as Jesus is the king of them all by nature and by conquest now as the kingdom of Jesus Christ consists principally in the heart and interior of a man according to that word quote the kingdom of god is within you unquote in like manner the kingdom of our blessed lady is principal principally in the interior of a man as well that is to say his soul, and it is principally in souls that she is more glorified with her Son than in any visible creatures, and that we can call her, as the saints do, the Mo- the Queen of Hearts. Ooh, like Alice in Wonderland. Section two. We must conclude that the Most Holy Virgin, being necessary to God by a necessity, which we call hypothetical, in consequence of His will, she is far more necessary to men in order for them to arrive at their last end. Hashtag this. She's necessary for your last end. She is the goal net and all, (laughs) we must not confound devotions to our blessed lady with devotions to other saints, as if devotion to her is not far more necessary to the devotion of them, or as if devotion to her were a matter of superrogation. like look that up, the learned and pious Suarez the Jesuit, the erudite and devout Justice Lipschitz, Doctor of Louvain, and many others have proved invincibly in consequence of the sentiments of the fathers and among others of St. Augustine, St. Ephraim, Deacon of Edessa, Odessa, St. Cyril of Jerusalem, St. Germanus of Constantinople, St. John de Massine, St. Alstom, St. Bernard, St. Bernardine, St. Thomas, St. Bonaventure, all of these people say that devotion to our Blessed Lady is necessary to salvation. It is a must. And that even in the opinion of Cicolampadius and some other heretics, even among the heretics, it is an infallible mark of reprobation to have no esteem and love for the Holy Virgin, while on the other hand, it is an infallible mark of predestination to be entirely and truly devoted to her. Section 41, number 41. The figures and words of the Old and New Testament prove this. Okay, if you're not sure, let's go, let's uh, quote you some. The sentiments and examples of the saints confirm it. Reason and experience teach and demonstrate it. Even the devil and his crew, constrained by the force of truth, have often been obliged to avow it in their own despite. despite. Among all the passages of the Holy Fathers and Doctors, which I have made an ample collection in order to prove this truth, I shall for brevity's sake, quote, but one, quote, to be devoted to you, O oh, holy virgin, is an arm of salvation which God gives to those who wishes He wishes to save says John de Massine. Saint John. I could bring forward here many histories which prove the same thing, and among others, which one which is related to the articles of Saint Dominic. There was an unhappy heretic near Carsoni, where Saint Dominic was preaching the Rosary. Who was there was an unhappy heretic who was possessed by a legion of fifteen thousand devils. These evil spirits were compelled to their confusion, to their own confusion. But they were confused, but they were still compelled by the commandment of Our Blessed Lady. She commanded them, and they had to avow many great and consoling truths, to avow consoling truths, touching devotion to the Holy Virgin. She commanded them to tell the truth, and they had to tell the truth about the devotion to Holy Mary. They did this with much force and much clarity, so much clarity, that it is not possible to read this authentic history and a panegyric, which the devil made in spite of himself, of devotion to the most holy Mary. With such force and clarity, he made an authentic history to the devotion of the most holy Mary. It would take, bring you to tears, even if you're lukewarm in your devotion to her. 43. If devotion to the most holy virgin is necessary to all men simply for working out their salvation it is still more so for those who are called to any particular perfection. If you want to be perfection you definitely need Mary. And I do not think anyone can acquire an intimate union with our Lord. You want intimate union? You want perfect fidelity to the Holy Ghost? Without a great a very great union with the most holy virgin and a de- great dependence on her secure, which is milk. All right, Suckling. You don't suckle on her, you're going to get nothing. Milk and honey. Where are you going to get milk? Hi. You need a mama. Hi. Hello. <laughs> 44. It is Mary alone who has found grace before God. Without the aid, of any other mere creature it is only by her that all those who have found grace before God have found it anybody who found grace before God is because of her have found it at all is because it is only by her that all those who shall come afterwards shall find it she is She was full of grace when she was saluted by the Archangel Gabriel. That's when she already got all that grace. It was just, bam, downloaded into her. And she was overshadowed, right? And she was super abundantly filled with grace by the Holy Ghost. That's what overshadowed means. Super abundantly filled, filled, overshadowed with grace by the Holy Ghost. When he covered her with his unspeakable shadow and she was so augmented, augmented reality, augmented from day to day and from moment to moment, this double plentitude that she has reached a point of grace, immense and inconceivable in such short sort that the Most High has made her the sole treasurer of his treasuries and the sole dispenser of his graces, to ennoble, to exalt, and to enrich whom she wishes, to give the entry to whom she wills into the narrow way of heaven, to pass whom she wills, and in spite of all obstacles, through the straight gate of life and to the throne, the sepulcher, the scepter. Sorry, not the sepulcher, not the coffin. The scepter, the the staff, the the, the the golden staff, and the crown of the king to whom she wills. All right? She's in charge of giving the crown, the scepter, the throne, the gate of life, and overcoming obstacles straight narrow way to heaven. She's going to give you the pass. You want to go in, you got to go to her. She Whomever she wishes, she will make you rich. She will bring you up, exalt you. You know, build me up, but I got maybe ennoble you, dispenser of his graces. Okay? All right, great. Jesus is everywhere and always the fruit and the son of Mary. And Mary is everywhere. The venerable tree. He's the fruit. She's the tree. Gotcha. Look at that fruit tree. <laughs> who? She is the tree who bears the fruit of life. Can you, see, can you see fruit of life? Beautiful fruit of life hanging on the tree. She's the tree. The true mother. The produces. The producer, right? She's who produces it. Got it? Get it. Good. You want to get it? Got it. Get it. Get it. 45, it is Mary alone to whom God has given the keys of the cellar of divine love. Oh yeah, Holy of Holies, divine love. And the power to enter into the most sublime and secret ways of perfection. And the power likewise to make others enter in there also more the merrier Ow. it is mary alone who has given to the miserable children of eve the faithless the entry come on people come on faithless come on miserable the entry into the terrestrial paradise behold your mother. The thief was there on the right. You're looking at paradise right there. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, my goodness. Mystery solved. That they may walk there agreeably with God, hide themselves there securely against their enemies, and feed themselves there deliciously without any more fear of death. When your mama's holding you, you in her arms and feeding you from her bosom, I think you're good. On the fruit of the trees of life, she is not barren. She is full, overflowing, always producing, full life tree, wow. And of the knowledge of good and evil, and drink in long draughts the heavenly waters of that fair fountain, which gushes forth there with abundance. Or rather, she is herself that terrestrial paradise, that virgin and blessed earth. She is that good soil from which Adam and Eve, the sinners, have been driven. Yeah, they chose the other tree. They thought that was more beautiful to the eyes and better for wisdom and good for eating. So they left the Real Mother Mary tree and got divorced from God. Okay. Have been driven and she gives no entry there except to those who it is her pleasure to make saints. The only thing in her is saints. And she will... You, you. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scratch that. Never mind. 46. All the rich among the people to make use of an expression of the Holy Ghost. According to the explanation of St. Bernard. All the rich among the people shall supplicate thy face from age to age, and particularly at the end of the world. That is to say, the great saints, the soul's richest in graces and virtues, shall be the most assiduous in praying to our Blessed Lady. You want the greatest saints are the ones who are most assiduous in praying. assiduous, look it up, to our blessed lady and in having her always present as their perfect model to imitate. You want to be a great saint? You want to be like her. You want to imitate her? you you want her to just people will look at you and be like, "Oh, that's Mary." And their powerful aid to give them secure, suck on her. Powerful aid, perfect model, blessed lady. Purpose, people, purpose. Number 47. I have said that this would come to pass particularly at the end of the world. And indeed, presently, because the Most High and Most Holy Mother has to form for her, for himself great saints who shall surpass most of the other saints in sanctity. As much as the cedars of Lebanon... Outgrow the little shrubs, as has been revealed to the holy soul, whose life has been written by a great servant of God. Forty-eight. These great souls, full of grace, and zeal, shall be chosen. www dot chosen the chosen dot tv to match themselves against the enemies of god who shall rage on all sides they shall be singularly devout to our blessed lady illuminated by her light nourished by her milk led by her spirit supported by her arm and sheltered under her protection so that they shall fight With one hand and build with the other. With one hand they shall fight, overthrow, crush the heretics with their heresies. The schismatics with their schisms and the idolaters with their idolatries, and the sinners with their impieties. With the other hand they shall build the temple of the true Solomon and the mystical city of God. And that is to say, the most holy virgin called the, by the Holy Fathers, the Temple of Solomon, is the most holy virgin, a.k.a. and the city of God, Zion. Finally, I found you. By their words and their examples, they shall bend the whole world to true devotion to Mary. This shall bring upon them many enemies. So, yeah, well, this is such a life of the Jews. But it shall also bring many victories and much glory for God alone. It is this which God revealed to St. Vincent Ferrer the great apostle of his age, as he has sufficiently noted in one of his works. It is this which the Holy Ghost seems to have prophesied in the 58th Psalm of which these are the words, And they shall know that God will rule Jacob and all the ends of the earth They shall return at evening, and shall suffer hunger like dogs, and shall go around about the city. makes me think of the chosen episode where Matthew comes home from the Sabbath and gives food for his hungry dog. Because his family rejected him. This city which this city of God, which men shall find at the end of the world to convert themselves in and to satisfy the hunger they have for justice is the most holy virgin. You want justice? Most holy virgin. Keep up. Hold on. Let's see what this means. Who is called by the Holy Ghost, the city of God. You've been looking for a city. Here she is. Number 49, it is by Mary that the salvation of the world has begun. It is by Mary that it it must be consummated. Look that up. Consumed, finished. You're right, the whole process. You finally got to eat. Mary has hardly appeared at all in the first coming of Jesus Christ. In order that men as yet, but little instructed, and enlightened on the person of her son should not remove themselves from him in attaching themselves too strongly and too grossly to her, you see. It would have apparently taken place if she had been known, because if of the admirable charms which the Most High had bestowed even upon her exterior... This is so true that St. Denis, the Eropagot, was informed us that in his writings, when he saw our Blessed Lady, he should have taken her for a divinity, like a divine person, in consequence of her secret charms and incomparable beauty had not the faith in which he was well-established taught him the contrary. He knew, you know, that she wasn't, but oh my gosh, he would have thought she was. But in the second coming of Jesus Christ, Mary is to be made known and revealed by the Holy Ghost in order that by her, Jesus Christ may be known, loved, and served the reasons which move the Holy Ghost to hide his spouse during her life and to reveal her, but a very little since the preaching of the gospel subsists. Okay, so, but since the preaching of the gospel subsists no longer, right? The preaching has stopped. Number 50. <gasps> Middle mark. Look at this. God then wishes to reveal and discover Mary. The light sets. Act two, right? Second part. 90 degrees. Now we're going to the 180. Go watch Bo uh, Bo Pony. God then wishes to reveal and discover Mary, the masterpiece of his hands, in these latter times. Former, latter, right? First part, second part. Latter, Se- second part, master- masterpiece of his hands will be discovered. All right, people. Here's seven points of the revelation. All right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. right, one. First revelation, because she hid herself in this world and put herself lower than the dust by her profound humility, she did this, having obtained of God, and for doing this, she obtained of God and of his disciples and evangelists, all of them, that she should not be made manifest. Okay? She made herself very low, and they all agreed to keep her, you know, hidden, not be made manifest because, number two, because being the masterpiece of the hands of God, dude, this is the masterpiece. You ever hear stories where um, this famous painter, you know, his most famous, beautiful painting, the thing that he loved the most, nobody ever saw it. Nobody ever saw it. It's hidden in his vault, and people try to steal it, but they don't. Nobody's ever seen it, even. Um, you should see that episode of *Leverage* and also *Psych*. Yeah, both are good. Anyways, section number three. I'm sorry, num- number two. Because being the masterpiece of the hands of God, as well here below, by grace as in heaven by glory, right? She's a masterpiece here by grace. And she's a masterpiece in heaven by glory. Right? Finished. Done. And here she was the beginning, right? Anyways. Alpha, omega, get it. He wishes to be glorified and praised in her by those who are living on the earth. Got it? Great. That's his wish. He wishes to be glorified. How? In her. That's how he wants you, being on earth, to praise her. Praise him. Through her. In her. By her. if If he's tired, then I'll try to put him to sleep. Section three. As she is the aurora. What does that look like to you? a light curtain in the sky, the the show's about to start, you know, the lights are dimming, the the curtain's going to flow back, right, drawn back, that's what Aurora looks like to me, right, the masterpiece is about to be revealed, right, as she is the Aurora, which precedes the discoveries, right, and precedes and discovers the son of justice who is Jesus Christ who is it she ought to be recognized and perceived in order that Jesus Christ may be so right in order for him to be perceived and recognized she must be recognized first because he is in her womb all right you guys get it Pregnant woman, you can't see him, you can see her. There you go. You don't want to see her, you ain't going to see him. You want to see him? The curtain's going to be pulled back and revealed. That's why we say in the Hail Mary prayer, right? In the rosary, right? After this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Number four, section four. Being the way, the way. The way by which Jesus Christ came to us the first time, she will also be the way by which he will come the second time, though not in the same manner. Number five, being the sure means and the straight and immaculate way to go to Jesus Christ and to find him perfectly, it is by her that the holy souls who are to shine forth especially in sanctity to have to find our Lord by the sure means a straight and immaculate way to go to Christ right who he who shall find Mary shall find life that is Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. You want to find life? That's in the, one and the same. Great. But no one can find Mary who does not seek her. And no one can seek her who does not know her. For we cannot seek or desire an unknown object. Right? Okay, great. It is necessary then for the greater knowledge and the glory of the most high trinity, trinity, that Mary should be more known than ever. So the trinity is saying, hello, it is necessary for you to have greater knowledge and glory of her. Mary, number six, Mary must shine forth. Number six, Mary's time to shine forth more than ever in mercy. In might and in grace. Okay, so number six out of seven. In these latter times in mercy to bring back love and lovingly receive the poor, strayed sinners. It's like a hospital. Who shall be converted and shall return to the Catholic Church in might against the enemies of God idolaters, schismatics, Mohammedans, Jews, and souls hardened in impiety who shall rise in terrible revolt against God to seduce all those who shall be contrary to them. They're going to want to seduce you and to make you fall by promises and threats. And finally, She must shine forth in grace in order to animate and sustain the valiant soldiers and faithful servants of Jesus Christ. Who shall do battle for his interests. Number seven. And lastly, Mary will be terrible. Oh, seven of seven. Terrible to the devil and his crew as an army ranged in battle. Oh, mama. You don't want monster mama. Monster mama. Principally in these latter times, because the devil, knowing that he has but little time and now less than ever to destroy souls, will every day redouble his efforts and his combats. he will presently rise up new persecutions and will put terrible snares before the faithful servants and true children of Mary, who it gives him more trouble to surmount than it does to conquer others. So you give him a lot of trouble, he's just going to go work on somebody else. All right, so those were the seven of seven. Number 51. Number 51. It is principally of these and cruel persecutions of the devil which shall go on increasing daily till the reign of the Antichrist. It is principally of these last and cruel persecutions of the devil which shall go on increasing. The devil is the one who's making these cruel persecutions, but it will be his last time right, which shall go on, increase, it, it's gonna, because it's the last time, he's going to go all out, it's going to keep increasing until the reign of the Antichrist, the climax, right, that we ought to understand that first and celebrated prediction of the curse of God, When when, when, when did we first hear of this? From God, pronounced in the terrestrial paradise against the serpent on Genesis chapter 1, 2, whatever it is, It is to our purpose to explain this here from the glory of the Most Holy Virgin for the salvation of her children and for the confusion of the devil. Let's explain. Quote, Genesis 3.15, I will put enmities between thee and the woman and thy seed and her seed. She shall crush thy head and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel. Ooh, what does that mean, people? Unquote. 52. God has never made or formed but one enmity. Do you know what enmity is? Let's find out. But it is an irreconcilable one. Irreconcilable, like a separation. It's never going to be together in any ever. Yeah, which is an like eternal separation, which shall endure and develop even to the end. It is between Mary, his worthy mother, and the devil, this, this separation, this enmity, between the children and the servants of the blessed virgin and the children and the instruments of Lucifer. Okay, between her and the devil and her children and the children of Lucifer, the most terrible of all the enemies, which God has set up against. Okay, so it seems like Mary is the one who's making children, right? It is between Mary and the devil, between the children of the Virgin, the Blessed Virgin, and the children of Lucifer. So I guess Lucifer can have children. Okay. The most terrible of all the enmities which God has set up against the devil, the most terrible that God has set up against the devil is his holy mother. Yep. Terror of terrors is mama. You don't want to get mama angry. His holy mother, Mary, he has Inspired her. Even since the days of the earthly paradise, though she existed then only in his idea, which so much hatred against that cursed enemy of God, with so much industry in unveiling the malice of that old serpent with so much power to conquer to overthrow and to crush that proud impious rebel that he fears her not that he fears her not only more than all angels and men but in some sense more than God himself whoa what? It is not that the anger, the hatred, the, and the power of God are not infinitely greater than those of the Blessed Virgin. That's not what we're saying. Not that it's greater. For the perfections of Mary are limited. But it is first because Satan, it's not because of her, it's because of Satan being so proud, right? The taller they are, the harder they fall. Suffers indefinitely more from being beaten and punished by a little and humble handmaid of God and her humility humbles him more than the divine power. A perfect example of this is watching Britain's Got Talent today. And we saw the girl go up on stage. She's full of life and joy and bubbliness. And Simon Cowell's there. Oh, what you gonna say? Tell us about yourself. What you do? What you do? What the oh, All And suddenly she goes, I have cancer and I'm dying. And everybody's like shocked. Like, wow. We did not expect this whole lively person to be dying right in front of us. She's like, yeah, my last year. And they didn't know what she meant when she said that at first. But When she sang her song, and she was so, when she told her story, that, and it made, you should just see that her, his reaction on that. And when she, at the very end, she said, You know, I'm not gonna wait till I get better to be happy again. It just broke him. Anyways, and secondly, because God has given Mary such a great power against the devils, that as they have often been obliged to confess, in spite of themselves, by the mouths of the possessed, like these are the possessed people confessing, the devil saying through them, they fear one of her size. That's how you spell size, S-I-G-H-S, size. It's kind of like signs, but with an H instead of an N. Her size, because she showed you something and she, you just don't get it. For a soul more than the prayers of all the saints. And one of her menaces against them more than all of other torments. Oh, good Lord, I get it. I understand. This is so me. I see now. Yes. Yes, I am terrible with my torments of silence and sighs and not looking at you and it's terrible when your mama refuses to look at you and talk to you. Mm -hmm. 53. What Lucifer has lost by pride, Mary has gained by humility. What Eve was damned and lost by disobedience, Mary has saved by obedience. Eve, in obeying the serpent, has destroyed all her children together with herself and has delivered them to him. Mary, being perfectly faithful to God, has saved all her children and servants together with her and has consecrated them to his majesty. You get it? Who's your mama? 54. God has not only set an enmity, but enmities. Not simply between Mary and the devil, but between the race of the Holy Virgin and the race of the devil. That is to say, God has set enmities, Antipathies and secret hatreds between the true children and the servants of Mary and the children and the servants of the devil. They do not love each other mutually. They mutually do not love each other. They have no inward correspondence with each other. The children of Baliel, the slaves of Satan, the friends of the world, or it is the same have always up to this point persecuted those who belong to our blessed lady and will in future persecute them more than ever just as of old Cain persecuted his brother Abel and Esau his brother Jacob who are the figures of the reprobate and the predestinate But the humble Mary will always have the victory over that proud spirit. And so great a victory that she will go the length of crushing his head where his pride dwells. He will always discover the malice of the serpent. She will always counterwork his infernal minds and disadvantages. Pit, dis- dis- dissipate his diabolical counsels. Yeah, he, he puts in like a minefield. So she goes in like, you know, what do you call that? Bomb squad? <laughs> he puts this diabolical counsels into your ears making all messed up just like Job's friends. And she will guarantee even to the end of time her faithful servants from his cruel claw. But the power of Mary over all the devils will especially break out in the latter times when Satan will lay his snares against her heel. This is the way. This is to say her humble slaves and her poor children, whom she will rise up to make war against him, they shall be little and poor in the world's esteem and abased before all, like the heel trodden underfoot and persecuted by the heel, and persecuted as the heel is by the other members of the body. We're the heel or the Achilles heel (laughs) but in return for this they shall be rich in the grace of God whoever cares about their heel yeah, poor used and abused one but in return for this they shall be rich in the grace of God what got washed by Jesus the foot which Mary shall distribute to them abundantly. They shall be great and exalted before God in sanctity, superior to all other creatures by their animated zeal and leaning so strongly on the divine succor that with the humility of their heel in union with Mary, they shall crush the head of the devil and cause Jesus Christ to triumph. 55. In a word, in summary, God wishes that His Holy Mother should be present at more, should be at present more known, more loved, more honored than she has ever been. This, no doubt, will take place, even this, no doubt, will take place if. If, if the predestinate enter with the grace and light of the Holy Ghost into the interior and perfect practice, which I have disclosed to them shortly. I will disclose to them shortly. It's coming, people. It's coming. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I know. Come on. Hang on. Then they will see clearly, yes, as far as faith allows. Come on, people, little bit of faith. That beautiful star of the sea, S-E-A, they will arrive happily in harbor. Following its guidance, in spite of the tempests and pirates, they will know the grandeur's of that queen oh i gotta show you guys the beautiful picture of mary i found it i finally found it just as mike saw it in the ocean she is waist deep in the water and her beautiful mantle is dipped in and in the folds of her mantle is water and on the, in that water puddle of water in her mantle is the ship you are in it's beautiful They will know the grandeurs of that queen and will consecrate themselves entirely to her service as subjects and slaves of love. They will experience her sweetness and her maternal goodness. They will love her tenderly, like well-beloved children. They will know the mercies of which she is full and the need they have of her succor, and they will have recourse to her in all things as to their dear advocate and mediatrix, mediatrix, with Jesus Christ. They will know what is the most sure, the most easy, the most short, and the most perfect means by which to go to Jesus Christ. And they will deliver themselves to Mary, body, and soul without reserve that they may thus Be all for Jesus Christ. Oh, amen. All right. I'm going to take a break right here. 56.